welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobratic. And I'm Amelia Bellobratic. And today, you only have one day at Walt Disney World. So what do you do? What do you do with only one day? The classic question. And before this episode, Amelia actually raised a good point about how we should approach this episode. Do you remember what that point was? Yes, I do. Whoa, let's see. Well, it's different. If you if this is your first time and you have only one day to do everything you want to do, it's very different than if this is your one day vacation on like a weekend or something, but you go all the time. Yeah, that's a good point. So I thought of this idea because this is a sort of a common question I used to get a lot when I was doing Disney travel and in my blog before we started the fantastic podcast that we now host. But it usually was from the perspective of someone saying, hey, can I, if I only go for one day, what can I do? But if you've been before, even once or twice, it might be slightly different. So I think we're going to approach it from both ways. And really, here's what we're going to talk about. Of course, my recommendation is always go for more than one day. I know, but... <laughs> I know. But sometimes people might be at a conference in Orlando and they want to just zip over to Disney for a day. Or they're at Universal and they want to go to Disney for one day or whatever. They're passing through. Sometimes we had people who were staying down in like Naples or something like that in Florida and they wanted to just come up for a day. So that's what spurred this because it's a great question and there's no easy answer. So what should you do? What should you see, and where should you start? That is the topic for today. So, do you want to dive in with a repeat visitor? Well, for me, something that I've always wanted to do that is a one-day activity is the Four Parks One Day Challenge. So, if you have one day at Walt Disney World, you personally? Yes, me personally, but I think that that is a challenge if you just have one day. Because then you get to see all of the parks, and it's not like it's your first time, but right? But do you... If you're doing four parks in one day, do you, get to you see actually see all of the parks? Of, I don't think you're going to see it. Now, I'll say I've never done it. Lots of our nieces well, and nephews can, have. You can physically see them. Yeah, but you don't. It's not like you're wearing a blindfold. So if you're doing that approach, and you might want to do that approach, but it's not, you're really sort Personally, of. Personally, that's what I would do if I had only one day. Yeah, but you've been over 30 times. No, eh, incorrect, my friend. What? 26. 26 visits. Okay, so you've spent 26 weeks there. In other words, right? So for you, that's different. What if you've only been there twice? Well, are you still? So you'd recommend to someone do four parks one day? Yes, because four parks one day is a challenge, but you're actually not going to be able to experience any park in depth. Well, that's, that's not true. That's my whole thing about four, yeah, four parks one day. Yeah, but the thing is, you get to go on all the good rides, and you get a certificate. Do you? How can you go on all the good rides? So there's no fast passes right now. And if you're going to four parks in one day... You even, can't get a fast pass. Even, exactly. Even if so... Well, you can get one fast pass. Maybe. Well, you, yeah, you can get a fast pass for one park. Depending on how early you book, it's going to be for the carousel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, you, th there may not be a lot of fast passes left. Yeah, but I mean, let's think about this constructively. The parks are open for at least 12 hours, which gives you at least three at each park, plus travel time and eating. And Well, that's the killer right there. So here's my number one tip. I'm going to offer tip number one from, my, from me <laughs> on this is if you are, whether or not you're doing four parks in one day or anything else, do not take Disney transportation. Never. That take is my Take a Disney tip. bus if you are in a rush. Take a Disney bus if you're... Oh, never. never. Take a Disney bus. <laughs> 
It sounded like never, period. New sentence. Take a Disney bus if you're in a rush. No. (laughs) Insert sarcasm (laughs) here. That's what it would be. So yeah, if you are on a one day thing, I would highly recommend Uber or lifting. The only time I wouldn't is maybe monorail from Magic Mm. Kingdom area to Epcot or something like that. Maybe if you see your bus coming, but other than that. Yeah, but if any other than that, don't waste time waiting. In other words, just you're there for one day. It's more than ever. You have to make the most use of time. So do that. Okay, so we know what you would do if it were you or someone who's a repeat. Let's say you have a friend who's never been before. They're going to Florida. They're not going to Disney World. They're going to Cocoa Beach or something. And their parents said, all right, we'll we'll go to Disney World for one day. I was going to say, why are they not going for a week? It's the parents. That's why, my friends. So what would you recommend for that person? How old are they? Because... Your age. They're a 12-year-old. And their parents said, you can decide what we do. Well, see, it really depends. 12-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. Uh, mm, Hollywood. So you're going to tell them to go to Hollywood first. Yeah. See, if they were younger, I'd say go magic because there's apprentices and there's stuff for boys too. But I'm saying for my age group, I would recommend going to Hollywood because there's there's like a there's a good mix, right? There's thrill rides, like there's Rockin' and there's Tower of Terror, but then there's also Toy Story Land, right? And there's a good mix of all of amazing rides and plus they have Galaxy's Edge. So in that case, I would ag- I would agree. I can see your logic. What is the most important tip you're going to tell them? Get there early. Get there early. You got it. That's right. Get there early. So if they're coming like that for one day, which is often the case for a one-day visit. Can they get fast passes? Probably. We're going to assume they cannot. Okay. So for all of this, we're going to assume, because there are no fast passes right now. And who knows, as per our last episode, what if fast passes never come back? What if there's a whole new strategy? We'll never get on good rides again. Well, I was thinking now. You don't wait in lines. I'm going to go off on a slight tangent and then we'll come back. So if you listened to our episode last week, we talked about our vision for the future and how points-based systems currently used with Disney Vacation Club may impact annual passes, dining plan, and other things. I could also see a point system for fast passes. And if you think about it, it's sort of how, remember, uh, you don't remember it, but you've seen my old e-ticket, the, the ticket books, right? And the e-tickets were the top rides and they no, were worth more. I don't more. remember that. No, but you've seen the ticket books, yes. right? Yes. You, and you've heard me talk about it. So what if you had a point allotment and you could do it that way? You could allot your point, you could blow all your points on one ride. So it is possible that fast passes could become point allocations that you'd pay for or something. But that aside... For this episode, you have one day. Let's assume that you didn't plan, right? So you're right. You must get there right when it opens. And if you're in luck, there's, you know, extra magic hours, so people will be leaving already. At 8 a.m.? No, at night. There are no more extra magic hours, remember? Oh, right. There's the morning one, so you're already going to be behind the eight ball. That's a good point. Hotel guests are going to be there half an hour before but you. They might be leaving. We normally leave when the park opens. And in fact, if you're do, if you're a one day visitor who's not staying on site, that's another thing we're sort of assuming here. If you're only there for one day, but you could be staying on site. So if you here's another tip: if you're going to go for one day, stay on site, and you'll get that extra magic out. Yeah, or stay on site and just go to like another beach. Disney's not in the middle of nowhere. Just stay on site. What do you mean go to another beach? Well, oh, I see. Yeah. Drive to Cocoa Beach. Yeah, because yeah, Cocoa Beach straight down the B line. 
or it's not called that anymore, but it's only a half an hour away, roughly, maybe 45 minutes. Anyway, so yeah, get there early, and then you can try to sign up for Rise, and just know what you want to do, right? That's tip number one for that mm-hmm. case. But I'm going to step back even further. Okay. Be- because you're right, you're raising a good point that it's going to be different for everybody. So the higher level tip or recommendation is, if you're only going for one day, make sure you... Go to the place where you can do the most. Yeah, think of your family. You're right. If you had Now, you know me. I would recommend Magic Kingdom regardless as a first stop. Uh, here's what I think. I think if you're only going for one day... As a first stop, there's no other stops. No, I think in, you can do two parks. For sure in one day... What if you don't want to buy a park hopper? Well, that's the thing. You're going to have to buy a park hopper, but well, if the family you, doesn't want to. If you want to see the most possible and someone's asking me, then that, that's up to them. But I would recommend, which is what this episode's all about, if you're only going for one day, I would recommend getting a park hopper and you can do, for sure, two parks in one day. It, yeah, of course, it's going to run you down, but you're only there for one day. Anything more than that gets into your four parks and you're sacrificing actually enjoying the park a little bit more relaxed. So if you went to MK in the morning, you'll get there early, so you will get to get on two, three rides for sure, and then you'll have to wait, but you can look around. And and then I would, a good second park with no fast passes is what? What do you think? If Let's say you go to, Ma- I know you wouldn't, but let's say you go to Magic Kingdom first. What would you do for your second park that day? You have no fast passes. I'm assuming you're not going to say Hollywood. Correct. So <laughs> you're not going to say that. Well, I don't know. Epcot normally yeah. doesn't have that many That's lines. what I was going to say because Epcot also has World Showcase where you can at least walk around and enjoy it and other exhibits and things like that. But really, you know what? It doesn't matter. The point... <laughs> But then what? you don't get to go on any of the good rides, like Rise of no. Resistance or Smuggler's Run well, that's true, or Rockin' so. or Tower of Terror well, Rise... or Slinky Dog or Alien Swirling Saucers or anything good, Toy Story Mania. Rise is different because you have to sign up. So let's discount that one. You're either going to, if you want to go on Rise of the Resistance you at all. You go to Hollywood first, yeah, that's which your, is what I'm recommending. That's your park. But that aside, I guess the point is pick the park most infor- important to you first because you... We'll get there early and you will 100% guaranteed, with the exception of rides, get on one, two, or three rides for sure with no fast passes, with minimal waiting. For your afternoon park, you can get on anything, but be prepared to wait depending on what time of year it is. So, Which is why I suggest going to Magic Second, maybe have a nice dinner somewhere. Well, it really depends on Because Magic family. doesn't normally have as many lines, right? Mm, There's not know. as many... Okay, well, which would you say is more popular, Big Thunder or Rockin', longer line-wise? I don't know. It's hard to say. They're probably similar on a crowded day. Rockin'. Magic Kingdom has a lot more to offer in terms of attractions and things. Really? There's three coasters. Well, three mountains, anyway. There's three coasters, technically. There's three coasters at Hollywood. What's Well, there's... What's the third? There's Rockin', there's Slinky Dog... Something else I'm forgetting? Yeah, there's no <laughs> Something else. <laughs> there will be at Epcot in that. So 
really that's the point that it's going to be different for all but you really the point is if you're going for one day first of all definitely yes you can go for one day no you're not going to see all four parks in depth yes unless you you want to do the challenge okay you can do the challenge and actually physically go to the four parks but not in any sort of immersive type of experience yes but you could do mostly your favorite you know what it's like it's like when we talk about i've visited all 50 states and you guys will argue well landing in a state at being at the airport for three hours, does that count as actually having been there? It's the same thing with Four Parks, One World. You were there, but you have not experienced it. Exactly. Except you didn't leave the airport if I didn't leave my car. Well, you're still there. If someone is GPSing you, you're physically there. Exactly. So you can check that box. And that's what I'm talking about for the parks. It's sort of like that. But I do want to bring up one very important point. Is this going to make me happy? There is a way... To do this. Please elaborate. And to do it with some substance. All right. But it's not going to be cheap. Oh. What am I talking about? The VIP tour. Mm. If you are going for only one day. This will drain your pockets, friends. If you're going for only one day and you're serious about seeing stuff. And you don't mind spending several thousand dollars. Let's just say your 12-year-old twins will thank you. Yeah, you can take a Disney VIP tour. And the VIP tour, if you're... skip the line. Yeah, if you're not familiar with it, it is... It's much better than having fast passes. It is several thousand. The price varies uh, through the time of year when the tour is running. I'm not sure if they're running them during COVID, but... You know, it's three, four thousand dollars, whatever it is. So it's not cheap, but you do get shuttled around in your own transportation between parks. So you won't have to worry about transportation and you will see and do basically whatever you want. They take you through the fast pass line. And so you will see a ton of stuff and you'll get a lot of cool insider tips, but it will cost you. So ultimately, if you are serious about doing a lot, a VIP tour is a way to do it. It can be done. Yes, this is true. Although it is quite expensive, and I might recommend getting fast passes, other than you know spending. But there are no fast. We're assuming there's no fast passes, so a VIP tour is a way around it. Is all I'm saying. I, I like it's them, true. but we don't. You know, it's not something we would do frequently. Yes, we've done them. But if you're going once, if you're going once, or you're only there for one day, yeah. If this is the type of thing, now if you're alone. Unless I, I might not recommend yeah, it then. Unless you're like incredibly wealthy. <laughs> because you can take up to, I don't know, 9, 10, 12. I can't remember the number offhand. But you can take a bunch of people for the same price. So the more people, the lower cost per head a VIP tour is. That with the plaids, as they're called. And we have some cool VIP tour experience uh, on our yeah. Redbubble shop, by the way. 1923mainstreet.redbubble.com. Check out our cool stuff. Because I did a few plaids things just for fun. But that aside, you know, the more people that are in the tour, the less it costs per head. But technically, you could go by yourself if you want to shell out that cash. It's Personally, just I'd find it a massive waste of money. But, you yeah, know, if you enjoy it's, it, it's, go it's for cheap. it. But if you're from... The, the UK or something, and you're in Orlando and you'll never be back again. I don't know. It is not. All I'm saying is that's an option. It's so, true. Yeah. So there is a way if you want to spend, the, you know, pay for play. If you really want to do it, you can do it. But that aside, the tips are really, if you're going for one day, sure, 100% you should do it. But yeah. 
But really take a look at your family, talk to your family, find out what they want to see, because I guess what we're getting at is you can do one, two, you can do as many parks as you want, but in no matter what you do, the first park is where you're going to get the most benefit. This is true. You're going to be able to get on rides, get there for rope drop, which is when the park's open, actually get there, you know, 15 minutes before the park's open so you can get through the gates and all that stuff. I say find your child's favorite ride and then go there. Or princess experience or whatever. whatever. Yeah, the character greetings. You're going to have to decide. One thing that's most important to your child or you, and that's where you want to go. Yeah, do a little research too. So if you're not that familiar, if you're familiar, this is going to be a bit easier for you. But you're still going to have to make decisions on which part. If you've planned mock Disney vacations, well, then this might just be a piece of cake. Yes, if you've spent your year at home, as Amelia has, planning mock vacations with her friends, then you're going to be ahead of the curve. But... I mean, you should plan anyway. You definitely know what's going on. And the rules keep changing, so you're going to want to know what you can and can't do at any given time. I don't know if you're going to do things like Disney Springs or water parks. Probably not. Disney Springs, I had not even considered that. I mean, you could end your day there. Yeah, and eat dinner there. That's a good idea. It's yeah. free yeah, to go shopping there. Shopping and do your, do your stuff there. So that's always an option, too. There's, there's a ton. Water parks, probably not. Unless, hey, if you love water parks yeah. and that's how you want to spend your Walt Disney World day, then definitely do my it. My recommendation, Hollywood Typhoon Springs. That's Same my thing, perfect though, Disney day. Get there early. I mean, that's the rule generally. Anytime the rule is get there early. Even us with multiple weeks per year, we still get to the parks early every day because I just don't like crowds, as you know. Oh, yes. So anyone, anywhere, anytime, get there for rope drop and you're ahead Even of, if you hate being up early. Yeah, I know it's your vacation you want to sleep in. But if you're there for one day, you have no choice. Otherwise, you know, if you're there for one day, here's the flip side, and you don't get there early, Ooh. it's almost not worth going. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. I'm if just, you want to ride rides. And yeah, you wait, you wait much longer lines. Yeah, you're going to wait in much longer lines. So if riding rides is important, then you get there early. Now, let's say it's not. Let's say you're like my sisters, for example. <laughs> they don't ride rides. In fact, they rarely go in the parks. But So for them, they wouldn't actually have to worry about getting there early. They If they just want to go in the parks and... You know, have a drink somewhere, get some ice cream. Go do to Olga's Cantina. Yeah, do some, well, Olga's, you got a book, but other places. Well, yeah, but do still. some shopping. You can you book know, it. They like to shop. Then Parks have great shops. Yeah, then you don't have to get there that early. So it's all a matter of, more importantly than a week's vacation for one day, you must know laser focus what yeah. you want to do. Don't just go in there. You want to go to Disney? <laughs> don't wake up in Cocoa Beach one morning and go, Hey, do you guys want to go to Disney World today and just drive oh, there? Please don't. With no plan at all, because that's may end up with disappointment and. Unless you have amazing children who will make a plan that schedules every detail down to the second on the way there. I mean, like who me. has a kid like that? You. Oh, okay. <laughs> you do. Yeah, or yeah, maybe assign them that task while you're in the car. Make sure they have. Yeah, good. That's a good tip. Make your children in charge of what you want to do, because that way they won't blame you. Oh, and here's why I do this with my daughter. That is a very good tip. Put your children in charge of your Disney one day, and that way, you know, unless they're four years old, but <laughs> we're assuming like eight and over, they'll have a good say. Let them call the shots, and then, I mean, it's a good idea anyway. They're the kids. They're going to be magical. They're going to tell you what they want to do. So, but also. 
parents, you can save yourself some hassles at the end of the day of your kids saying, but all I wanted to do was X, Y, Z. And you made me go to ABC. I'm just using examples, you know, like in a math question. Okay, sure. So that is that is my view here on what to do when you only have one day at Walt Disney World. Do you have any more insightful tips you I would say, like yeah, to I offer? say it really depends on the kid and what they like. That's that's the main point. So it's not just like one park, do this, right? Because every park's really different. I guess if you it's another thing about park hoppers, if they really only want to go to one park, then you don't have to buy a park hopper. In that case, buy a single day admission and then definitely do Disney Springs. Yeah, definitely do Disney Springs. Or maybe try out a water park if you want to try that too. It's more expensive, but I recommend it. I'd the only thing water about park. water parks is they're not unlike the regular parks in that if you don't get there early, they're going to be, bi- you know, if it's a nice day, depending on what time. Yeah, you- always true. Water parks are never that busy. They're busy. You don't. You forget because we always go early. But if you don't go early, it's they're only busy in terms of if you want to get a spot. So here's another tip. Since the ride lines are never long. So first of all, I'm going to assume you have a car if you're doing this. Or take a lift there. It really doesn't matter. Well, if you're staying somewhere else, you're probably driving, like from Cocoa Beach. But of course, there's always Disney buses. Well, what I, that wouldn't work, because what I was going to say is if you do go to a park first, a theme park, and then you go to a water park, the problem usually is, well, they're crowded and there's lines there too, but the real problem is finding a place to put your stuff. A that, I'll give and, you that. That yeah, is Yeah, so there are lockers. Often. Lockers might be full. But if you have your own car, then you can just leave your stuff in your car, right? Just change, go in in your swimsuit yeah, and towel. the actual lines are never actually that long. But they can be. Again, you're forgetting. You have the rose-colored glasses for the water. But you can wait 45 minutes in a line. I've, I don't think I've ever waited more than 20 minutes for That's a line. That's because we never go in the middle of the day. It's not... We go in the morning. Entirely Or true. we go to special events like H2O Glow where the crowds are limited to none. But, you know, I'm telling you on a hot summer day or a hot day any time of year in a water park, if you go midday, they're, you're going to be waiting. Not not three hours, but for Team Boat Springs or some of those popular ones or yeah, Summit, but, Summit Plummet is a 45-minute okay, wait but, within an hour of the park. But Summit Plummet is very... is That's an individual case. Not all lines are like Summit Plummet. Not all lines are, but the popular ones will yeah, have lines just Plummet's like the parks. Summit probably like the longest line you'll ever... It's not... You cannot compare them to the parks because the parks have three, four-hour waits, whereas water parks have yeah, like they're, 45 they're not, minutes. They're not they're, as long, but they're they are... They're not nearly as long. But they're long. They can be, is all I'm saying. I'm just putting it out there. Don't think you're going to walk in and be able to walk in on everything Keep if you in go mind, in the middle of the this day. this is daddy talking about line lengths and... Yeah, I don't like line well, lines. But you don't want to waste if you only have one day there. That's true. Except for your marquee rides, like, I don't know, whatever you want to go on. Most of all, you, you, you know, you should be willing to wait in one line, especially mm. if it's the second park. But you don't want to wait an hour for every single thing. But what if your kid's like, I need to go on Summit Plummet. I'm amazing and I want to go on this well, water then, slide. Then ask yourself if that should be your first park of the day. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. You know, it all depends, right? So again, it's know your audience, <laughs> know your family, or know yourself, whoever's going, if you're going by yourself, and make the choices. Because really... You're going to have, wherever you go first is going to be your best bang for the buck. Yeah. Everything else is gravy and will involve some lines, most likely. But what would you do if you had one day and you've gone so many times? This is you. 
Not in general, just you. What would you do? I'd go to Magic Kingdom and then Epcot. If you only had one day for a conference and you couldn't go again for like months, you'd go to Magic Kingdom and Epcot? Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow, okay. Just for the reasons I said. Um, You know me, I love Magic Kingdom, so I would go there first, do the stuff, I'd walk around, I'd stay there till probably midday, and then I would head to Epcot. I might actually stop at Springs in the middle of the day for lunch and to the shop, and then I would hit Epcot maybe mid-afternoon. This is going to be a tiring day because I'm only going for one day if I'm not staying on site. I wouldn't waste time going back to a hotel unless I was on site at a Disney hotel. And then I would hit Epcot for the afternoon, evening, try to get on something depending on the lines. I would only wait for one most of all, but I would spend my time because I never, ever spend a lot of time as much as I want in World Showcase, just walking around. But that's me. That's my fault. Yeah. (laughs) That's my fault. I'm not a huge That's why we have to do the parents only vacation. Yes. But we all know that I would do four parks one day because that is one of the best options. But if not, I'd say I'd hit Hollywood probably first, like in the morning. And then I'd go to Typhoon Lagoon because... Really? You'd throw a water park in? Yes, because I'm hot and I'm tired and I want to go to a water park. And then I would go to Springs for dinner and I'd probably pop over to Magic Kingdom at the end of the day for fireworks and a kiss goodnight. Wow. So that's an aggressive busy day. That is a busy and aggressive day. So that's another point. But it's my point. one day. Another, and I'm doing it. This is another point you just, which we've been talking around, but it's know your stamina. This goes, remember when we talked about your Disney travel DNA? I have excellent stamina. Your Disney travel DNA, which is an episode, whatever. Check our <laughs> back episodes, the different types of Disney travelers. But yeah, you must have a lot of stamina if you're going to try to do two or three things in one day. Totally can be done. And listen, if you've done this, as we come to the end of this episode, I'd love to hear your Disney one day experience because I have not gone. I've gone down once when I had to move, clear out my parents' house down there. And I, but I didn't have, I had more than one day. I think I had two or three days, so it wasn't the same you thing. You went to Disneyland for one day, but that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. So Disney <laughs> World. you can do everything. Yeah, I have not actually personally had only one day. So if you have, if you've been in a situation like this, uh, shout out to us on social media as we post this week at 1923 Main Street on every channel, mainly Twitter and Instagram, comment, and Facebook, we're there too, and Pinterest, we're everywhere. But let us know. How did you approach it, and would you change anything? Did you do any of the things we're talking about, or did you do something totally different? And what would your, if you've done it... Did your kid get mad at you because you missed something? Yeah, let it, were you alone? Or were you with your family? And what recommendations and advice would you give to our listeners having actually done it? We're telling you what we would do, but if you've done it and said, aha, but you didn't consider this, that's what I want to hear about. So let us know. We'd love to hear that. So thanks, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this one-day Disney because who knows, if that opportunity comes up... I will jump at it. Definitely jump at it and be prepared and, you know, think about it now because that's a lot of... for If we don't live there like many of you lucky people do, this is what we're doing right now is thinking a lot about different ways we would approach Disney. So thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Also, let us know if you have future episode ideas because we love hearing those and sometimes we act on them and we'll do an episode that you recommended. So that's all for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to seeing you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.